Want to support the Mana Frost podcast and other podcasts like it on the Arcane Podcast Network? Well, then head on over to patreon.com slash arcane podcast and donate to help keep this show alive and help us produce other shows just like it. On with the show. Uh, don't worry, loves. Cavalry's here. <gasps> Loktar, everybody! Welcome to the Man of Frost podcast, the official Blizzard Entertainment podcast of Arcane.tv. What? Where did VGU go? Man, it has been a while since I've talked to you guys, but you should know. Uh, VGU is not gone, but it's uh, not being worked on anymore. We got this brand new thing now. It's called Arcane.tv. And, uh,. It's coming It's coming really soon, but we decided to start doing podcasts for it um, as we prepare the website in question. So right now, Manafrost, coming back, being moved over to Arcane.tv. Um, and of course, it'll still be on Manafrost.wordpress.com, which is basically where you can find all the episodes. And uh, as you should know, the show is also available on iTunes. And on Stitcher. Also, if you have any other, uh, you know, any other, uh, I should probably set up an email for this. I don't even remember if I have an email for this. Oh, I do. Um, well, mm. okay. So it's an old email. <laughs> I probably should have uh, should have done that. Did not prepare correctly. Well, if you want to uh, have some suggestions, or if you have any suggestions, questions, anything of that nature for the show. Uh, you can send them to manafrost at vgu.tv, but I'm going to change that. So if you're listening to this in the in the future, uh, then don't email that email. This is only if you're listening this week or next. Um, there are some changes coming to the show. So this will no longer be a weekly show. Not that it really mattered since uh, I haven't done it in months. Um, which is, it's just, you know, we've been really busy. There's lots been going on in our lives. We're getting ready to get back into gear, you know, start recording shows. Um, lots been going on. But um, the show will now be bi-weekly. And the reason for that is because, you know, it's kind of hard to run a weekly show on just Blizzard stuff. Some people do it for just one Blizzard game, man. I don't know how they do it. But uh, we are going to be bi-weekly now. And there's a new show. By the way, if you love Dota 2 as much as I do, then you're going to like this. Uh, There's a new show that we're producing. It's called The Fountain. It's a Dota 2 podcast. (gasps) Yes, a Dota 2 podcast, because there aren't enough of those. Um, That will be available on fountaindota2.wordpress.com. It'll be available on arcane.tv when that finally goes live, which, by the way, you'll hear firsthand on this show, so you'll know when it goes live. Um, and that show will also be bi-weekly. Now, the idea is that we're going to alternate between those weeks. So, one week there'll be a Mana Frost podcast. Next week, there'll be a Fountain podcast. There you go. Uh, that's the plan. Of course, other podcasts, uh, will be making their debut. Um, we're gonna have the Arcane show, which is all about, you know, console games, other PC games, that good stuff. (sighs) Man. A lot's, you know, a lot's happened. A lot's happened since we, uh, 
we did this podcast last time. BlizzCon happened. Woo! BlizzCon was insane. It was crazy this year. Overwatch, man. Ah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Blizzard's going to try doing a first-person shooter, and it'll probably be great. The game looks fantastic, and I cannot wait to play it. Can't wait to lose many a weekend in the clutches of Overwatch. And that cinematic trailer, just, ah. I get choked up, personally. Every time I watch it, I don't know. Every time, like, the kid, like, my favorite part is when when, uh, Tracer... Is, is like taking cover and she looks over and the kid's there and she's like, oh, don't worry, lads, the cavalry's here. And the kid's like, <gasps> I get really, I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. This is such a great trailer. Um, yeah. Oh man, I cannot wait for that game. I was hoping there'd be like some news about it, but they've gone just dark since BlizzCon. Um, although we did get tons of information about it at BlizzCon, so... Not totally surprised, but um, I imagine we won't be hearing about it for a while. But the the hype is real. The hype is real. I cannot wait. Uh, there was a bunch of other stuff announced at BlizzCon that we'll talk about in the uh, description. And since uh, since the show's been gone, Warlords of Draenor came out. Oh my god. And I've been playing it heavily. Heavily! Um, oh, and, a- and another show announcement. Future shows will probably not be just me. Isn't that insane? That's crazy thought. There's going to be a co-host pretty soon, probably. On most on most episodes. So, that'll be pretty cool. Also, the same co-host who will be on The Fountain. So, be, be, be ready for that. And, um, I, man, let's just, let's just do it, you guys. Let's just get right into the news. So, we'll start with World of Warcraft, because I'm, oh man, I've been playing so much World of Warcraft. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just, oh man, I love, I love Warlords of Draenor. It's so good. It's so good. And, um, I've just, I got hit level 100 the other day on my Paladin, and, um, I've been, I've just been so busy, I haven't had time to really sink my teeth in like I've wanted to. Um, I'm in the Grand right now. And uh, still haven't gone to the jungle area, which is the last level 100 zone. Haven't gone over there yet, but uh, still in the grand, messing around. Um, did the big garage thing, I'll just say. And I uh, won't spoil. No spoilers, everybody. Don't be that guy. But I did that, and it was awesome. It was so cool. Um, and I've just been I've been trying to gear up, because I can't do any dungeons. Like, I... I I think uh, this morning I hit item level 598, and that's just because I've been getting PvP gear. And by the way, if you were very sour on PvP like me before this expansion, I urge you, nay, I command you to go try it again because man, they have really changed PvP for the for the better. Uh, your item level gets boosted in in PvP, so everyone's kind of on an equal footing, sort of depending and uh and oh man like just the 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 cycle of rewards now is so much better in uh post drainor so for every single pvp match that you complete uh you get honor like you always did and you get this little crate and uh sometimes in the crate is more honor and sometimes in the crate there's there's loot there's loot you guys you get a piece of loot granted it might not be it's not like 
PvP vendor loot, but man, if you're trying to gear up, play PvP, man. Oh, it's so it's so good now. It's so much better. I've gotten lots of and and my item level when I hit 100 was about 570 and I've gone up to 598 just doing PvP. Getting PvP gear, getting all that honor, then going to Storm Shield and and buying like and buying specific pieces cuz you know, if you want to get your item level up, you got to replace like the low the low ones. So I got some wrist armor, I got a neck armor thing now. I'm going to get you know, some other things. Oh, it's just so good, you guys. If you really need to gear up like I do, because I'm trying to get into heroics, do PvP. Seriously. Oh, it's so much better. Anyway, on to the news. Like, we were, like you know, what this was supposed to be about. Finally, all you Blood Elf people. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of one of you. I have a Blood Elf rogue, but he's only, like, level 20. I just played him with a friend. I might play more. The new Blood Elf model. It's been revealed. Good googly moogly. It looks pretty good. It looks it looks pretty much how you expected it to look. It looks good. Um, they revealed both the male and the female, and um, they both look good. They both look good. Got a strong chiseled jaw on the male. You know, the hair looks really good on the female also. Although most of the female hair looks pretty good. Although when I when I logged in on my on my human mage who is a female on the, when the new models came out she looked really strange <laughs> i i went immediately to the barber shop but uh she looks fine now she looks good but um yeah yeah uh that's cool that that is not coming until uh 6.1 patch and uh we don't actually know when the uh 6.1 patch is supposed to drop i'm guessing personally that uh, it will drop December 2nd. The only reason I say that, which is another piece of news we're going to get into in a second, is that's when the High Mall raid cycle starts. Yeah. The first real raid for Warlords of Draenor is going to open on December 2nd. And I'm guessing that in that patch, you Blood Elf people will finally have your new models. Won't that be awesome? That'll be cool. Anyway. Let's move on. The tier 17 raid armor has been previewed. It's on Battle.net. Um, they look pretty cool, actually. They, you know what? They look pretty freaking rad. I, I'm gonna say this. Um, you can see them all. They're on. They're on Battle.net. Uh, I'm specifically really excited because the Paladin armor looks dope. It looks so cool, and I mainly play Paladin, so. Um, the uh, the priest armor is kind of strange, in my opinion. Same with the mage armor. The mage armor is, like, really armory, but I don't know. It, you know what I'm thankful for? All this armor is not too spiky. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, the, the, the first tier of Draenor PvP armor. It is spiky as hell. It's like you've duct-taped knives to yourself just everywhere. And, uh... I've been, <laughs> I am transmogging those shoulders as soon as I get them, because Jesus Christ, they look strange. But yeah, if you were uh, excited about Tier 17 High Mall Raid Armor, you can go see the full set over there. Uh, looks pretty cool, in my opinion. I'm excited. Patch 6.0.3 Hot Fixes on November 21st, which was the time of this recording, four days ago, and I actually don't know what happened, but I'm guessing... Uh, they they fixed some uh, 
basically some garrison follower problems. They fixed a bunch of quest problems in the Spires of Iraq, which I don't know if any any of you have been to that zone. I wasn't a big fan, actually. I was excited as hell to get the hell out of that zone. Uh, Gorgrond, however, loved it. It was awesome. Legendary quest line, which I I don't know if you guys have started this yet. Once you get level 98, you can start this quest line. Uh, it is long. It's going to be like the cape one, but I don't know that it's such a slog. I don't know if it's as big of a slog. It doesn't sound like it. You don't have to like get 20 of these sigils from raid bosses or anything. That was, ugh, that was so fucking horrible. <sighs> anyway, legendary quest line. Uh, they fixed something in... Uh, in the spirit of Kyrokrosmadermadermaders, time bomb ability. Do not, do not know. Do not know anything about that. They also fixed a bunch of stuff in Molten Core, um, which, for those of you that don't know, it's been the 10 year anniversary, you guys. The 10 year anniversary of World of Warcraft. Isn't that insane? And the 20 year anniversary of Warcraft in general. God, that's insane. That's so insane. Uh,. They brought back Molten Core. They remade it for, uh, it's in uh, LFR. You can do it right now. Granted that your item level is 615, then you'll be able to do Molten Core. Uh, they fixed a bunch of stuff with some of the bosses. They gave a lot, they nerfed a lot of the bosses, made them, uh, you know, made them use some abilities less frequently, and they have less health, and all the good stuff. And if you guys don't know, Molten Core, you get a uh, get a mount from it. Get a core hound mount, which I I keep seeing everywhere. It's fucking. It's everywhere. Everybody. They're gonna stop using it soon because they're gonna be like, eh, I'm tired of riding this two headed lava monster. As well, you should. But yeah, that is uh, that is happening. Also, the dungeons got changed a bit. Um, yeah, mostly bug fixes. Nothing really exciting. To be honest, I, I probably didn't even need to read the hot fix thing unless it was too crazy. I'll keep that in mind for the future. Random dungeons back to personal loot. Guaranteed drops. So, I don't know if you guys knew about this. Um, some people on the forums, it's just, I, I, you know what's good about this story is that it shows that Blizzard cares. Some people on the forums were complaining about how they hated the personal loot system, which... They got rid of the whole need and greed roll thing in dungeons. And um, they had this thing called personal loot. Which basically, you would loot the body of the bosses. And if you were going to get loot, it was on that body. And if you didn't get loot, it wasn't there. And, and you didn't have to fight over it. It was all yours. So if I'm playing a dungeon, I kill something and there's a sword on this boss. You know, we're not rolling for it. I got the sword, you know. And I liked that. I liked that, you know... I'm getting what I, you know, I'm getting stuff for me. I don't want to have to fight people over it. I remember back, you know, during Lich King, I'd be doing a dungeon and, like, I'd get a helmet. Or there, a helmet would pop up and I would roll for it and get it. And then the other guy would be an asshole and he'd be like, oh, I've done this dungeon like 15 times trying to get this helmet. It's like, you know what, man? That's not my problem. Man, 15 times doing a dungeon. Can you imagine? God. It'd be so horrible. Anyway, um, a bunch of people on the forums complained about personal loot for some reason. They were like, I wanted to go back to need and greed because at least I'd rather see the thing and then, you know, not do it. Blizzard decided to revert back while they figured it out. 
Then hundreds of people descended on the forum saying, Need and Greed sucks, we want personal loot back. Tons of people. Like, this thread got huge. Well, Blizzard decided we probably made, you know, a poor decision. Back to personal loot. And uh, the last boss of every dungeon will give you guaranteed loot. So, no more of these instances where you'll go through a whole dungeon and not get a single thing. Um, You are guaranteed to get something off the last boss, as I see. So, uh, there was a blue post by Rygarius on the forums, and uh, I'm going to skip most of it because it's pretty long, but I'll just I'll just uh, read you the changes. So, the default loot system for Dungeon Finder groups will once again be personal instead of need before greed. Full pre-made groups that prefer the latter system will be able to select it manually, as always. So, if you go in with a guild, like, you know, without doing looking for dungeon, you can change it back. I don't know why you would want to, though. Um, We're increasing loot yield from the final boss of each dungeon. With personal loot active, each player in a group will now always receive an item from the final boss. Love this idea. With Need Before Greed active, the boss will now drop three items to be shared among the group as desired, up from two previously. I I like this idea because then, you know, you're always... You know, you, you feel like you didn't waste your time in the dungeon. You go in... You know, you get a you get a nice piece of gear. It might not be, you know, great, but you got something. You know, you could sell it or put it on. Whatever you want. It's your gear. Who cares? Anyway. We're away from that whole drama. Garrison campaign quests are now unlocked. So if you've been hitting, like, level 100 and you're like, man, what do I do? Um, there is a new daily... There are new daily quests that you can do, and they're called Garrison campaign quests. Basically, they involve you going into an area and killing a bunch of stuff and getting a bar to 100%. Then you'll be awarded with 800 Apexus crystals, which you can use to buy, like, mounts and some some uh, PvE gear. Some, like, really strong PvE gear. Um, my problem with this is I've had... Uh, I've had one of these quests, and I've never finished them because they take so long, and they're kind of boring. I'm going to be honest with you. They're pretty boring. Like, you basically just enter an area, and there's a bunch of level 100 orcs, and they're like, oh, the battle for, uh, you know, this city. Enter, insert city name. And you think, oh, that's pretty cool, and you're, like, blowing up cannons and stuff. And you're killing orcs. But, I mean, once you're level 100, it's like you're not really getting experience. They don't drop anything. So you're just kind of hitting stuff for a long time. And I mean a long time. Like, it's insane how long you're just hitting things. You're you're not, like... I don't know. This just, it just feels grindy and gross and not fun. It's like, I'd rather just go back to regular questing and doing PvP and getting all those rewards. Like, there's no... I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of grindy. In an expansion where most of the grindiness has gone away... Like, there's this weird kind of grindy aspect with the crystals, and uh, I don't know. I don't enjoy it. If you have thoughts on uh, Garrison campaign quests and you, you think differently than me, then, hey, man, let me know. I want to know. Manafrost at VGU.TV. Remember, that email is going to change soon. Also, I should mention, the show's on Twitter. So, at Manafrost Show on Twitter. And uh, you can you can you can tell us there, too. We'll read those. And if you have questions... Send them to that Twitter account. 
we will answer them as well. Um, last, very last piece of World of Warcraft news. High Mall raid schedule has been revealed. Yes, the first raid for Warlords of Draenor is going to be uh, is going to be unlocked December second. Now, um, this isn't the full raid. This is only uh, the first wing of the raid, I believe. So that's 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 i'm trying to read i'm trying to read this as we go but um from what i understand it's only the first wing and then each week uh they they open the next uh you know the next one so let's look on their specific thing and see how this uh see how this goes oh then yeah the boss at the end will be None other than Cargath Bladefist. Isn't that cool? Or at least he'll be one of the bosses. There's a bunch of other bosses, too. Okay, hang on. Raid schedule. December 2nd, Highmall opens with normal and heroic difficulties accessible. So, no LFR. So, yeah. No LFR for anybody. I don't know the item level you have to be. I'm guessing you'd have to be 615 to get into normal. I'm guessing. I don't know, everybody. I have no idea. Um, then the week after, December 9th, Mythic Difficulty will open um, for High Mall for the first wing. Or is it all the wings? Oh. oh okay, I see. I'm sorry. I'm so unprepared, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, High Mall, the, all four, all three wings, I guess. All three wings will be open on normal. That's how this is working. Then the next week, Mythic will be open. Ooh, for all of you crazy you crazy sons of bitches. With your, like, item level 650s. You just gotta get into Mythic. You gotta raid. <sighs> mythic difficulty will be open a week later for all you crazy people. And, in, on, and on December 9th, the first wing of Raid Finder will unlock... So all of you people who play Raid Finder difficulty, that'll open the week after. So if you're gonna do normal on High Mall, then you gotta you gotta be ready. December second, gotta do it. Gotta rock it. December sixteenth, which is yeah, still one week later. I don't know why the double digits. I was like, is that two weeks later? No, it's not. It's a week later. Raid Finder Wing Two unlocks, and then January sixth, Raid Finder Wing Three. Um, you may have noticed that a week is being skipped, uh, between December 16th and January 6th. That is because it, uh, is Christmas that next week, and nobody's gonna be at Blizzard. So, I doubt they're gonna unlock. It'd be nice, though, as a nice Christmas present. They're like, hey, man, hi, Maul. It's open, you know? You got something to do on Christmas. I'd, I'd like that, you know, for, for those Raid Finder people, but... It's fine. Everybody's got to take the holidays off. Except Walmart employees, apparently. I feel sorry for all you guys. Anyway. That is the uh, the raid schedule for High Mall. No idea on what happens after that. Um, it You know, it's weird. Because they, they say... And they've said before... They want to... Increase the frequency at which content comes out. And so far, since the expansion has come out, I will give them this. Content's been coming out 
at a pretty regular pace. Like we got the garrison missions and some other stuff. People have things they can work on. You know, we're not all twiddling our thumbs like at like the last year with Pandaria. Uh, at least I wasn't. I hadn't been playing the game, but I know a lot of hardcore people are like, well, I mean, I already did Siege of Orgrimmar on Mythic. I've got a whole set. Like, what am I supposed to do? Collect mounts, you know? I don't know. We'll see. I, I really hope they just... The flow that they're going at right now with, like, the stuff... Keep doing that, Blizzard. You guys are doing a good job. I, I And since nobody's working on Titan anymore and more people have gone back to WoW, I, I really hope that, you know, they're working on some cool stuff, some cool features. Yes, I realize so much of that was World of Warcraft news. But, I mean, a lot's been happening with World of Warcraft, you know? Um, so... That, that's actually it. That's it for uh, World of Warcraft. We're moving on. We're moving on to... Uh, what's it called? Diablo. Diablo was kind of quiet. Um, you know, during uh, during BlizzCon. They had one panel that was just like, the future, which I watched. I would recommend watching it. Um, it's... Uh, it's pretty good. They they mainly just talk about the new patch that's coming out, which is what we're going to talk about right now. Good googly moogly, just keep this game awesome. So there's a new patch, 2.1.2. And uh, they're adding a lot of stuff. Um, life on hit and life regeneration have been increased by 25%. That's for items, by the way. So if you have, he- if you have an item with uh, life on hit or you know healing on it, it's going up by 25%. You're getting buffed. All you crazy crusaders out there with all your crazy like healing specs. You're about to get even beefier. What? I played a crusader on the PC and on the PS4 version because I'm crazy like that. I own, I've bought Diablo 3 three times. God. Um, and the expansion. Jesus Christ. I probably spent like $200, $300 on one game. That's insane. Uh... Y'all, yeah, Crusader's beefy enough as is. They're about to get 25% beef here. Jesus Christ. I also have a, a death, or not a death knight. Wouldn't that be awesome? A, a fucking death knight in Diablo. God, that'd be cool. Uh, demon hunter. I have a demon hunter with lots of life on hit stuff. And that's if that's getting beefier, woo! I'm excited. A new, uh, oh man, a new rarity tier has been introduced. Ancient items. So every time... The way this works is every time you roll, or not roll, yeah, every time you you uh, a legendary item drops, it has a chance to roll into an ancient item, which is a more powerful version, up to thirty percent more powerful than uh, what you got. So if you get an axe and uh, it's doing a hundred damage, let's just say that, and it rolls into an ancient, it's it'll do up to a hundred and thirty extra damage, or not extra damage, but it'll do one hundred thirty damage total. And I'll have probably some more awesome stuff. So whew, that's going to be awesome. And uh, they only drop on Torment 1 or higher. And each Torment level you go up, there's a higher chance that it, that it, that your legendaries will roll into Ancient. Ah, so cool. So cool. And uh, legendary or set items pur- purchased from Kadala, which is that lady who you buy blood shards stuff off of, they also have a chance to roll as ancient. So if you're spending all those blood shards on stuff and you get an, you get a legendary, 
you have a chance. It could be it could be an ancient item. Oh man, save up them blood shards, son. Start buying stuff. There's a new potion called Bottomless Potion of Fear. Uh, it's a legendary potion. It fears enemies within 12 yards for three to four seconds on use. It's strange. I don't. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I will probably not ever use that, but I'm sure somebody will incorporate it into some crazy, crazy, strange build. Um, and you know what? Speaking on that note, uh, I do recommend people trying out new builds. My season one mage, who I just decided to come back and start playing as, I've been specking him all ice, and God, oh man, so much fun. Like, messing around and making cool builds. Something I've never really done in Diablo before. I've always kind of just, like, played and been like, I like this, you know, passive, or I like this spell. And then just attach it and going all googly-moogly on everything. But no, man, I'm having fun, like, just, like, Ice Mage. Like, just embracing that. Making everything freeze and slow. Doing all this crazy stuff. Like, it's, oh, it's fun. It's so cool. I recommend everybody do it. Not Ice Mage. Well, I mean, if you want to do Ice Mage, it's fun. But, it, you know, make something crazy, man. Make something nuts. Um, the patch is going to have new seasonal legendary items. So, Season 2, you know, that's starting soon. I'm guessing it's starting with the patch, which, by the way, is live on the PTR. For those of you that don't know what PTR means, it means Public Test Realm. You know, get up on your lingo. That's all I'm saying. You can test all this stuff out right now on the PTR. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. So, Season 2, I'm guessing when the patch goes live, Season 2 will start. All of your Season 1 characters will turn into just characters on your account. And uh, any Season Legendaries or anything in your stash gets rolled over into your normal stash. All of your Paragon levels get added to your overall Paragon level. Excuse me. Um, And then Season 2 starts. I'm actually really... I'm kind of excited for Season 2. I'm thinking about doing a hardcore character. Don't know yet, though. Look out for that. We might do live streams and stuff on uh, on Arcane, on the YouTube and stuff. Which, if you guys want the... Uh, I'll put the URL for that in the uh, in the description for this episode. So you won't miss it. As well as our Twitch page. We have a Twitch page. Um, a lot of class-specific stuff that I'm not really going to go over. There's going to be Season 2 Achievements... Um, adventure mode. They talked about this at uh, at the uh, the uh, panel during BlizzCon. The Tristram Town Hub is being heavily edited. Um, apparently they only apply to adventure mode though. But you know how you used to walk down that dumb path to get to the jewel person and the transmog and chant lady and all that stuff. Well, you don't have to do that anymore because they're putting the transmog and the jewel crafting literally right next to where the hub is, where uh, the blacksmithing is. So you don't have to run down that dumb path anymore. You don't have to warp to, like, uh, at what they said in the panels. They'd rather you not warp to Act 3 to do all your jewel crafting and then warp back to Act 1 to do stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I feel them. That's that's it's a good thing. I like this change. If you haven't seen the picture, I'm sure there's a picture of it online, but it's it's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to get back into some Diablo. I've, I've had the itch, you know. I've had the itch. Um, Nephilim rifts are getting edited and stuff. Players can no longer resurrect at checkpoints. 
Um, players can now resurrect at corpse after delay. The respawn timer will increase with every single death. And the amount of gold and experience awarded upon completion <coughs> excuse me, of a greater rift has been increased. I'm a little, I'm a little sick because I went to a friend's house yesterday and uh, she has cats and her cats are cute, but they, oh man, I think I'm allergic to cats, which is something strange that I've never experienced in my whole life. And I've been around cats. My parents had a cat and I moved out. They still have a cat. When I go visit for like Thanksgiving and stuff, it's fine. But I don't know. It's, it's these other cats, something about them. They drive me nuts. And it's not just me. Um, something they've talked about too for this public test round, pylons are getting changed. So before everybody always wanted the, uh, the, the, the power pylon or whatever, the one that made lightning shoot out of you. Cause it's so rad. It's so good. Um, but they always, they would note that people didn't ever use shield pylons and speed pylons cause they didn't do much shield pylons. Just like, Oh, your armor is a speed pylon. It's like, Hey, I run faster. Well, they're changing those. They're making them cool now. They're making them really cool. So shield pylons will now reflect damage back at your attackers. What? So it's basically like thorn armor now. Like really awesome thorn armor. I'm excited. That'll be cool. That'll be really good on like barbarians that taunt and stuff. Mm. Speed pylon is getting changed. The speed pylon is getting the most done to it. And I actually think that it's, it's so cool. So the duration has been increased from 30 seconds to one minute. There you go. Double time. And when you run into enemies, it now knocks enemies into the air and deals damage with them. What? You can just run into enemies like you're a freaking truck. Just run into them and they go, they fly. It's amazing. Love it. Uh, And now breaks Waller, which I think is is when, uh, yeah, when like legendary minions like put up the walls. I hate that so much. Um... Yes, that is uh, most of it. And um, the the only thing, I, other thing I will mention is that treasure goblins are getting are getting changed. There's now a variety of treasure goblins. There's there's there's, there's new ones. So there's uh, the jewel hoarder, hoarder, sorry, the blood thief, and the odious collector. So the odious collector, um, is oh, what color is it? It's like green, I think. And it basically, when it drops crafting materials. And it'll drop legendary and arcane, uh, like, uh, crafting recipes. I can't think correctly today, you guys. The Blood Thief. Pretty obvious what it drops. Blood Shards. A lot of Blood Shards. And my favorite, the Jewel Hoarder, which looks like a, it's like a goblin made out of diamonds. You hit it, jewels come out, you kill it, lots of jewels come out. That's it. It, it looks pretty cool. I'm excited. And the new treasure goblins are apparently only in adventure mode. Which, if you're already at a max level character, doesn't even matter. I don't... Does anyone actually play campaign anymore? I mean, other than like, oh, I kind of want to do the story again or something. Like, is there any reason to play campaign anymore after adventure mode? You know? I don't know. But yeah. That's uh, that's it. Oh, and they said that the uh, AI for Treasure Goblins trying to escape has actually been improved. So now they won't just randomly run around. They'll actually try and seek out enemy mobs to to you know to try and get you to go away and stuff. So they're a little harder to kill. Um, which I I like. I like that they keep supporting this game. 
it just ah, it's so cool. I'm, I'm, and I'm kind of I'm 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 delving back into it after, uh, now that Warcraft's winding down a little, not a lot, but a little. You know, I'm still pretty heavily heavily invested in Warcraft. Anyway, the first piece of StarCraft news we've gotten in forever, you guys. Forever. Legacy of the Void. It's real. It's coming. New campaign. New uh, multiplayer stuff. New modes? What? New co-op modes? And uh, new units? Some of them not so new, but fan favorites. Coming back. Good. Googly moogly. And... One of the most, uh, one of the craziest things they're doing there, doubling the worker count that you start off with. You're gonna have 12 workers when you start off now. Crazy, which I, I personally love it. It's gonna make esports so much better. It's gonna make playing the game actually feel a lot better because, you know, there's always that five minute, maybe not five minutes, maybe just because I suck. <laughs> there's always that couple minute like lull in the beginning where you're just like, oh, I'm getting minerals, you know. Um, that's going to be dramatically decreased now that we have 12 workers. And esports games, you know, there's not going to be the three minutes where the hosts are just like, well, what movies did you see this weekend while they're waiting for, uh, waiting for these guys to get, you know, their, their economy up and running. The economy is going to get up and running a lot faster. And I'm, I'm in love with that idea. Love it. Um, apparently Protoss are getting slightly, uh, you know, nerfed a little, apparently. Not completely, but a little, because I guess they're really strong. So that's being, uh, that's being, uh, changed a bit. And, um, of course, there are new units, which I honestly cannot find the, uh, the, uh, man, I'm, 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 like, so out of it right now. But, um, new units, they're coming. Actually, I should look at this one. This this article is probably better. Oh yeah, this has like way more of the stuff in it. Um, so new Terran unit, the Herc, uh, light biological unit that can grapple onto an enemy and quickly zip into battle. It's tactile, short range, small radius splash damage while making it versus ideal for Ling and Bane compositions as well as Protoss death balls. And they're getting a new unit called the Cyclone, which is a factor unit which can lock onto a target, then deal massive damage over time while they move, using Cyclone as full potential. No, 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 no. So Cyclone can attack, attack ground and air, and it can attack while it's moving. And uh, Herc is a unit that basically just teleports to the enemies and uh, well zips at them, I guess, and uh, can only attack ground units. Cool, cool. Still don't really play Terran. I, you know, guys, I wish I was good at Terran. Well, I wish I was good at StarCraft in general. But I wish I was good with Terran. Just because they're... I like what they're all about. I love... just love, like, the aesthetic and the... And the, you know, thank God for cold fusion. Like, that whole shit. Ugh, it's so cool. But I, I, I'm not good with them. I'm only good with Protoss for some reason. Not saying I don't like the Protoss, but I'm just like, man, I'd rather, rather be good with Terran for some reason. It's just more... I don't know, cool. Other units are getting heavily changed, like uh, some of the late game units are getting buffed significantly, like battle cruisers, you know, for Terran, which is supposed to be like a you know a flagship, you know, unit. No, now is going to be way stronger. 
So it will actually feel kind of scary to see one instead of just like everyone focus on it for two seconds and then it goes down, you know? Um, the new units for Zerg, although this one is not really new because it's uh, it's been around. The Lurker is coming back. The Lurker has returned. That's what they say. A tier 2 unit, which morphs from the Hydralisk. It deals line-based splash damage, but can only attack while burrowed. I remember hating these things in Brood War. Ah, oh, they were so annoying. But they're back, you guys. They're back, and they're just as annoying as they used to be. Also, the Ravager, a new unit, completely new, which can morph off of the Roach. While stronger than the Roach, its effectiveness heavily relies on player micro due to its activated ability, Corrosive Bile. What is Corrosive Bile, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Corrosive Bile is a mortar-style area of effect skill shot, which... Once fired, impacts after a short delay. The ability can hit both air and ground units and will also destroy any force fields it comes into contact with. Heavily countering Protoss because almost every single Protoss unit has force field. So Ravagers are going to just eat through the shields and make them a lot weaker. Woo! And then, of course, there's a lot of changes to uh, some other some other units uh and stuff. And uh, the Protoss only get one new unit. Isn't that sad? It's kind of sad, I guess. And it's their expansion. It's very strange. Anyway, they get the Disruptor, which just kind of looks like a like a like a ball with armor. And <laughs> I'm serious. Go look it up on, on uh, the Battle.net site. It kind of just looks like a ball with armor. The Disruptor is a light mechanical unit from the robot robotics facility whose ability Purification Nova can deal massive bursts of AoE splash damage if a unit does not counter micro. Purification Nova, once activated, Disruptor becomes invulnerable and gains increased movement speed. After 4 seconds, the Disruptor emits a powerful blast, dealing AoE damage in a circle, and immediately becomes vulnerable again after losing its speed boost. So it's kind of like a mine, sort of, that you have to micro. A lot of micro stuff in this expansion. Really, uh... Oh, it's going to make the eSport aspect of it, like, just crazy. It's going to be some crazy, awesome plays. Cannot wait. That was something I missed, though. I tried to watch some of WCS. I watched kind of some of the first day. It was super entertaining, and I was having fun, but then I I, I think, like, Saturday when it was all going on, I, I was somewhere. I went somewhere. Uh Oh, yeah, I went to Awake. That's right. So I didn't get to watch, like, the finals and stuff, but heard it was good. Some good games going on. That's enough for StarCraft news. We are going to move on. We're going to move on, you guys. And it's weird. Last time we had this show, we're on 40 minutes. God damn it, you guys. Last time we did this show, I would be done in like 30 minutes because all we had to talk about was like WoW and Diablo. And even then, there wasn't a lot to talk about. But now lately, like Blizzard is like an open book. There's so much going on. Especially after BlizzCon. It's like, God, man, you guys. So much going on. Not that I hate it. I love it. I love all this stuff. I wouldn't do a Blizzard show if I didn't love all this stuff. Just saying. Anyway. Heroes of the Storm. A game which I still haven't played because I don't have access. Hopefully, you guys, in January, I will have access and I can actually play it. Hopefully, my co-host, who is coming up soon, not in this show, but in a future show, will have access as well. One can only dream. (laughs) You know, we'll see. Anyway, Winter Veil. They're doing a Winter Veil uh, event, apparently. They're going to have Winter Veil skins, which I'm looking at right now. They're pretty funny. There's a mount, a reindeer mount. It looks pretty badass. Um, 
trying to see if they have an actual just, you know, list of the characters. Okay, so there is a Winter Vale Jaina, Great Father Winter Rhaegar, and uh, I think that's Taronda. Yes, so uh, there is there is a Warden Taronda and a Betrayer Malfurion, which looks awesome. Oh my god, that looks so cool. Imagine if Illidan and uh, and uh, Malfurion went all Gogeta together. This is what it looks like. Oh, it's so freaking cool, you guys. Go look it up on Battle.net. It's there. You can see it. It's an awesome looking skin. Or if you just have the game and you can play it all willy-nilly, then you could go do that. So, have fun with that. Anyway, um, and also, keeping with uh, the BlizzCon thing, trying to catch up. New Heroes revealed... We're getting the Lost Vikings, which I... Oh, man. I love that idea. I love that we're getting, like, some old, cool Blizzard things. Now all they need is Blackthorn. You get Blackthorn in Heroes of the Storm. Ah, that'd be so cool. Cool throwback. Um, we're getting Sylvanas Windrunner, a fan favorite. We didn't actually see her at BlizzCon, but they said that she's coming. Uh, we're getting Thrall, of course. Kind of knew that was coming at some point. Um, and we're getting Jaina. Very cool. More Warcraft stuff. Um, we really need to get more of other games in there because it is looking like that's mostly Warcraft people in there. Not that I don't like Warcraft. I love Warcraft, you know. But I would like to see some other, uh, maybe some more Diablo characters. Like, can we get Deckard Kane or, or uh, you know, like Belial or something? Wouldn't that be cool? I think it'd be cool. I don't know. Tell, let me know what you guys think. Another announcement that came out of BlizzCon for uh, Here's the Storm: ranked play and draft mode have been announced. Um, they didn't they didn't say much about it other than ranked play is uh, competitive. Excuse me, competitive ranked matches where um, you'll be able to compete in two separate queues: Hero League or Team League. Hero League, you can queue up as a solo player or a party of any size, and you'll be given an individual ranking. So sort of like how ranked play works in Dota 2, or uh, I think in League. I haven't played League in so long, you guys, so I don't know. I, I left like two or three years ago. Um, in Team League, however, you have to have a five-player team. Uh, it lets you create a dedicated named team and offers a separate ranking for each of your teams. In either league, winning games will help you sort of new heights and attempt to ascend to rank 50 from the coveted rank 1. So sort of like how if anyone played Halo 2 back in the day or is attempting to play Halo 2 on the Xbox One, I'm one of you guys. I'm not making fun of you. I have Master Chief Collection and I I wish I could play it. So disappointing. Um, You start at rank 50. When you win games, you go up in rank and uh, if you lose games, you go down in rank. And uh, if you're a rank, it's like Hearthstone. I could have just said that. It's like Hearthstone. You win games, you go up. Lose games, you go down. And you go. You can go all the way to rank one. Sounds cool. I'm excited about that. We'll have to. Uh, I'll have to get some people. You know, going do that. Draft mode is basically what you think it is. Teams teams uh, take turns picking what characters they want on their team. You can't pick the same character twice. Um, not sure how this is going to work in a free-to-play way, though, right? Like how 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 does that work? Because you have to, like other MOBAs, 
uh, other than Dota 2, this game makes you buy characters. So if somebody picks all the three characters that I own, what do I do? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, am I screwed? I don't know. We'll see. They haven't really said much. Haven't said much about that. Um, and I guess the last thing we have to talk about is Hearthstone, you guys. Um, I need to get, I need to get back into Hearthstone. I've been playing it a bit. I finally got out of just playing Mage and Rogue. I got tired of it. Started playing Shaman. Like it a lot. Um, my deck is pretty, pretty good. I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't have the legendaries that I need for it, but I, other than that, it works. It's fun. It's fun. Um, I need, though, to seriously consider, you know, what's going to happen when Goblins versus Gnomes come out, which, by the way, expansion comes out next month for Hearthstone. I'm excited uh, about getting some of these cards, but I need to consider, like, certain cards, am I going to, like, my deck's going to have to change heavily, because the meta's about to shift hard. Um, I've been saving up gold. I bet a lot of you guys have been saving up gold. I have probably, like, 400 gold stacked up waiting and i'm also going to spend some real money it's going to get a ton of packs just see if i get anything cool hopefully i get some cool stuff um yeah we'll see there was an announcement today on uh on the official hearthstone blog over at battlenet talking about how uh there's gonna be ogres some uh ogre cards in there as well not just goblins and gnomes um and the ogre cards are playing off they're gonna play off that whole randomness idea you know, so I think one of them, there's two cards that have been announced with this idea, and they're kind of, um, they have this, they have this unique trait where there's 50%, uh, a 50% chance to attack the wrong enemy, so if there's two things on the board and you try to attack the, the enemy on the left, uh, there's a 50% chance it'll say, nope, I'm gonna go attack the one on the right. Um, which the way I think of it is like a Ragnaros fireball that you can direct half the time. (laughs) Um, the good news is some of the cards, uh, actually kind of pass the vanilla test and stuff. So they might be okay. I'm not sure. I think the first one, I'm going to read these cards to you guys. Let me know how you guys feel about them. You know, you can, you can, uh, tweet at the show at Manifrost show on Twitter. Let me know. Um, the ogre ninja five mana. 6-6. Six, six. So far, so good, right? Stealth. Pretty damn good. Uh, 50% chance to attack the wrong enemy. Um, it is a rare card. Um, it's okay. I don't know. That's my opinion. It's okay. Uh, not sure what, what decks would use this, but it it's okay. I think... I Actually, now I'm stupid. So it's a, it's a rogue card, I'm pretty sure. So... We'll see. The next one is a Shaman card. So it's 4 mana. It's a 5-4. So far, so good. Has Wind Fury. Ooh. Overload of 1. That's pretty freaking good. Um, But also, 50% chance to attack the wrong enemy. Um, And since it has Wind Fury, it could attack the wrong thing twice. Um, But it does do 5 damage. So that card is actually pretty good. Um, I think the Wind Fury is what what saves this one for me as opposed to the other one um this one's also a rare uh the doom mall shaman maybe putting it in my deck not sure i know there's another unit 
that's like 3-2 with Wind Fury. I forget what it's called. It got revealed the other day. Definitely going in my deck. Tell you what. Um, but yeah. Guys, that's all the news. That's like... That's all of it. This is the longest episode of Mana Frost that's ever happened. Ever. We almost hit an hour. Imagine what's going to happen when we have another person on this freaking show. It's going to go on forever. Not that that's a bad thing. That could be a bad thing. But... I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Mana Frost podcast. Remember, if you want to support the show, head on over to our Patreon page, which um, right now there's not a custom URL for it. I might make it while we're doing this. Um, but for now, just look in the description. There will be a there's a Patreon page for our Arcane.tv podcast network. There's going to be tons of shows each week going up all the time, all video game related. Every single one. Uh, Some of them specialized, some of them not so specialized. So look for those. Um, If you give to our Patreon channel, we're going to be doing live streams. We're going to be doing uh, monthly uh, Patreon-exclusive Q&A sessions where we hang out together. If you pay enough money, you'll actually get to play games with us. Live on our live stream, you get to hang out with us, play Dota, play Hearthstone, play Diablo, all that good stuff. Um, remember to do that. And of course, subscribe to the show. We are available on iTunes, we're available on Stitcher. Our RSS feed is linked in the description of this episode. If you want to follow me on Twitter, if you care at all about what I personally think, you can follow me at PackPunk. That's at P-A-C-P-U-N-K. And uh, I think that's going to do it. There will probably be an episode next week. Um, Will not be this long. There was a lot of stuff to cover this week. But we'll probably, most likely, have a co-host. And then after that, it will be bi-weekly. Sorry, everybody. But that's just the way this goes. So, you know, have fun in Draenor. Have fun killing demons. I'll see everybody later. Bye-bye.